When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. This is Angel Orsini. This is the human hand grenade, Danny Only. This is Dirty Dutch Mantel. This is Liz Savage. This is Vinny O'Brien, 2010 Golden Glove Champion. This is Gabe Sapolsky from Dragon Gate USA and Evolve Pro Wrestling. And you're locked into the on-ring side. Yeah, the clouds rolled in. Yeah, there's wet stuff falling from the sky. Yeah, it's traditional Alabama weather. What the hell? Greetings. Good evening. How the hell are you? Welcome on a Sunday, sixth day of December. This is Beyond Ringside Live. Multiple location station in more ways than one. I am the Magic City Motor Mouth, Fast Study Lane, or what's left of him after this week. <sighs> more on that later. Welcoming in tag team partner, the inimitable, the incomparable, and sometimes untraceable, Mark Mabo Bowman. Oh, sorry. I was trying to try to see how many nerds candies I could fit in my urethra. And I have been trying to rack my, or I've been racking my brain trying to figure out the perfect way to say this. And I almost went back and pulled up a soundbite from the VMAs from about 15 years ago. But then I realized they said what they said and how they said it. And it just didn't fit. So I will do it this way. As we welcome home a brother. Long time no talk and it's been way too long. He who has almost as many nicknames as I do. Except his mean more. The architect of intellect. The oracle of ominous. And he'll fill you in on the rest of them. He is... The Wicked Nemesis. What's up, Wick? Glad to be home, Mother. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> this ain't Wednesday. Let's pull the Mabo. Yeah, Mabo, I've missed you guys so much, but I want to address Mabo. Uh, I saw a guy at a show I will not name with his arms crossed sitting there, just putting popcorn in his mouth. Okay, it was at New York. Just bored as hell. Just sitting there, just eating. Eating popcorn, I thought, make me laugh, fat man. That fits. That fits. <laughs> First off, when we start diving in... Old, still funny to me. Still, before we dive into everything, let's go ahead and do this. I'd like to welcome everybody who's listening in via the uh, BeyondRingside.com, uh, ProWrestlingRadio.net, the Beyond Ringside Sports Radio channel on TuneIn and the TuneIn mobile app. Uh, Radio.fm, I believe there's still 13 different ways you can find us. Um, and, of course, if you're catching us on replay, mm, thank you. Greatly appreciated. And for everybody finding us on Rumble, as well as Daily Motion and YouTube, thank you very much. Uh, capsulated version, this, this first segment of the program will be video streaming service exclusive. And to catch the entire uh, show, you know where to find us. I just told you most of them. And on the replay side, iHeartRadio or wherever you get your shows. Wick, where have you been hiding, man? 
Oh, are you streaming video now? Not streaming video yet. Oh, okay. Still doing the slideshow. Oh, wait a minute, All this time we've tried to get this going. Well, I have been, uh, I guess, running my cult of wicked, as it's called. I've just been trying to stay relevant in the business, trying to watch what I eat and not what I drink. There you and go. watching a lot of movies, watching a lot of wrestling, maybe a little too much wrestling. Speaking of wrestling... So I have delved completely headfirst into wrestling again, so pandemic will do that to you. As have a lot of people, as you all know this, there's a lot of people that have uh, risen through the cracks, so to speak. Something that, that flip has switched and they've come on full steam ahead. There's been a lot of people make names for themselves during the pandemic. I think wrestling is the best it's been in a long time. I hate the fans aren't there, but I think it's helped a lot of people to actually have to work and not just wrestle. Exactly, because you're doing more nowadays than just working for the pop, because you're actually having to make it mean something, because that immediate gratification from a crowd reaction is not there. True? Agreed 100%. Maybe. Hope I hope you've had a good week, brother. No. <laughs> Man of many words. Maybo, Maybo, how many are you up to now? How many? How many nerds in your wreath? In your in your oh, wreath? <laughs> I thought you were. Phone did it again. <laughs> I, I thought you were talking about guinea pigs, but no, uh, nerds. We are at twenty-two. Damn. Me too. I'm going with 31. I don't think I have the length or the girth for that many. But. <laughs> well, as Dave Grohl once said, it's times like these you learn to live again. And for some reason, I hear Mabo say the word urethra, and I flash back to an old Saturday Night Live bit from the 70s about Bab's um, uvula. Look it up, kids. That's all I'm going to say. The original first five seasons of Saturday Night Live. I don't care who says what. I love Eddie Murphy. Love Joe Piscopo. Will Ferrell on occasion. Um, some of the other long-form cast members that have come and go. You know, But I'm sorry. The first five with the original not ready for primetime players. Still can't beat them. And unfortunately, you can't join them either. Uh, NXT TakeOver getting ready to launch in about an hour and 15 minutes from now. We're going to do predictions and forecasts for the show in just a few. This is live on the WWE Network. I'm impressed first and foremost that they have actually put TakeOver on a Sunday night and not kept it on the traditional Saturday night viewing run. But in these few months that we've been going through, okay, in the last 28 years since the pandemic started... God, yes. It's funny, and I'm, I normally don't do stuff like this, but I'm going to do this one. Um, I was at church this morning, and the roof did not cave in, by the way. And my pastor made a reference to people talking about the good old days. And the first thing that popped in my head, the good old days, you mean back in January, <laughs> before all this crap started? Kobe was still alive? Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, seriously, the first thing popped in my head is like, you mean January before all this crap started? It's like, and I almost said it out loud and I, I just, I didn't, I, I held my tongue. So yeah, what I wouldn't give to go back to January and just let that be Groundhog Day for a little while. A, we were all working. B, we were all making money, allegedly. 
So, yeah. It's, but little by little, I mean, I've said this ever since this thing kicked into high gear. We just have to be smart. We have to be patient. We have to look out for ourselves and look out for each other. That's the best way to say it. And watching the wrestling community and the entertainment community come together. Now, you heard us talk about it this past Thursday on Shooter's Gallery between myself and Ted Guinness. Um, wanted to take an opportunity to get, let my colleagues weigh in or ask my colleagues to weigh in, I should say, uh, as we have lost one of the all-time greats, a person who has legitimately worn every hat in this industry and then some. I mean, charismatic, personable, intelligent, um, great mind for the business in so many different aspects. And I'm referring, of course, to now the late Pat Patterson. Um, like I said, you managed, um, you caught a lot of my commentary this past Thursday, so I'm going to step out of the way. Mabo, your thoughts, my brother? Oh, uh, okay. First of all, am I, am I coming through loud and clear once again? Yes. Okay. There he went. Yep. Did I really? As soon yes. as he said something, yes, as soon as you said something, it dropped. Well, no, I took a breath. Oh. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> Ass. Continue, please. Uh, what about now? Am I good? Yes, keep going. Okay. Well, Pat Patterson, uh, you know, I, I came into the era of, of wrestling right after Pat Patterson. He had just transitioned into backstage roles and uh, partially doing commentary at times. And uh, so I never really grew up in the era where he and Sergeant Slaughter had their street fights and their boot camp matches and all that, plus anything proceeding. But, you know, the one thing I can be thankful and grateful for is Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As far as Pat Patterson goes, was he came up with the idea of my favorite Basically, my favorite pay-per-view, my favorite, one of my favorite styles of matches, and that is the Royal Rumble. And, you know, I will always and forever be grateful that he was in the business of professional wrestling for coming up with something that I look forward to every year. You know, it's, it was an amazing concept. I like it. You know, at first, uh, Vince, from the stories I've heard, Vince kind of, you know, pooped on it. Lost it. One of my favorite. Oh crap! Lost it. Pooped now? on it. Still here? Yeah. Continue. It's one of my favorite, you know, things to look forward to in professional wrestling. You know, later on, Attitude Era, he transitioned into the on-air role with Briscoe as part of the Stooges, and you know, that was always good comedy right there. But uh, you know, and. Not to get not, not to drag politics or anything. Yes, he did get in trouble with some major stuff allegedly. You know, in the early to mid eighties, maybe even the late eighties. I don't remember, but 
you know, he also had it at, you know, tough because of his his sexual orientation. And, you know, it, as someone who has been close to people in the LGBTQ community and, you know, who have always tried to support him and be there for him, you know, I can only imagine what he went through back in the day all the way up until, you know, recent years. But, you know... It's it just you know they always say oh you know we've lost a legend we lost a legend well, we did we really did I mean the guy did a lot and like I said I'll always be grateful that he was around to come up with the Royal Rumble. Wick, come on in. But he was a pedophile. He was a pedophile, plain and simple. So. He did a lot for the business. Didn't come out till 2014 on, uh, what was the house? What was that uh, game show they had? Legends House, yeah. He finally, I'm I'm glad he was able to come out. But still, I don't care that he was gay. I'm glad he was able to, you know, go beyond that and accomplish everything he did, but he was a pedophile, so. Fair enough. There were... It's really kind of hard to put into words sometimes. I mean, I go back and I watched SmackDown and the tribute that they did. And the kind words that were said by everybody from Steph, Hunter, um, a lot of the superstars, and the video package they put together. Um, For someone who did as much as he did for the WWE and for this industry, I thought it was fitting. Um, what happened behind the scenes, I can't control. <laughs> and I understand where Wick was coming from. But as I have said on Thursday, and I'll say one more time today, to the inner circle and family and friends of Pat Patterson, we have a prayer and a thought in our minds and thought in our hearts for peace that you can find and continue to celebrate the good times and celebrate the life of Pat Patterson. Transitioning, if I may... To those who showed back up, the one, the one of the moments that set the wrestling world and almost broke Twitter, please, it should have, <clears throat> from this past Wednesday night on AEW Dynamite, Winter is Coming. And the first time I heard it, I thought, oh God, who's bringing back Game of, Th- Game of Thrones? Then I realized, well, actually, HBO and everything else is under that umbrella, so I don't think you had to worry about any copyright lawsuits or trademark or IP lawsuits. But I'm referring to when the lights went out and the video played, and then the logo showed up on the screen, and you could hear everybody just simply go, holy fecal matter. When the advent of Sting on AEW television this past Wednesday in hour two. Wick, let me get your thoughts on that one, brother. Uh, I actually was able to find a stream of it. Saw it as it happened. <clears throat> I I think it was a big pickup for AEW, especially how everything ended in WWE. Uh, I was excited for that. Uh, I know a lot of people compared it to Goldberg. It's not the same. Uh, I don't think that they'll make him champion. He can help out a lot of the young guys, especially Darby. I, I really like that they acknowledge that. Uh, but there was just so much to that show that 
that was just the fact that that was the top thing. I wish it would have been in front of a live crowd. You and me both. Maybo, your thoughts? I'm just pissed that it wasn't Glacier. That's what I thought it was originally. I originally thought it was Glacier, swear to God. <laughs> Blah. Ice effects and the lights and then the fake snow and all that. It should have been Glacier. What's funny is that when they actually fired up the snow machines, I popped so huge on that moment because for them to actually go through the expense of utilizing snow machines, same kinds you'll find on the ski resorts, to uh, bring out that snow as Sting made his entrance, I'm going, this is the coolest thing in the last year. And I'm trying to figure out if my microphone's shorting out this time, guys. Is it doing it? Yes, a little bit. I can a little hear. bit. Okay. Hang on one second. If all else fails, smack it and don't break the H key. <clears throat> Hi, Schmidt. Key. Maybe let me ask you this. What, maybe when did you realize it was Sting? Because originally, I originally thought it was a Glacier for about uh, five seconds, <laughs> maybe seven seconds. deal about Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan? Yeah. That's the first thing I thought, because he used to be... <laughs> for, uh, the Lumberjack? Your phone's doing it again, dude. Well, what do you... <laughs> Billy, Billy Bob Thornton? I <laughs> want him to call me damn back, and you go... Hang on. Tell you what, we're gonna we're we're gonna shift over for a second. I am gonna go ahead and take us to a quick break. Bear with us. We're not gonna be gone long. And let me see. Let me find something I can put rather than just running PSAs. So here's what I'm gonna put on a shame makeup promo. I'm just playing. <laughs> well, hold on, Eddie. Yes, Eddie. Eddie, could it also have been the fact that my mother sent me a text message while I was talking? How many text messages has she sent? Just this one. When you said, "Oh, there it goes again." I don't know. Just go to commercial. Just go to commercial and call me back. Okay. <laughs> then tell you what, here's what we're going to do. This may take a second, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back to the old school methodology for the Rock and Wrestling Radio Show of Beyond Ringside. Right now, here's Eddie Money and Where's the Party on Beyond Ringside Sports uh-huh. Radio. And we're going to try that all over again, and just uh, just for the hell of it to see what happens on this Sunday night edition. Two minutes after five in the Central Time Zone, two minutes after three on the West Coast. And if you're worried about what time it is in the Mountain Time Zone, call Ted Guinness. Um, Mabo, let's pick it up where you left off, if you remember where that was. We're talking about the advent of Sting and the possible, you thought it, everybody thought it should have been Glacier at first, and some of the other stuff that was um, surrounding that moment. Oh, well. As long as I'm not rudely interrupted by my sudden dropping of whatever's supposedly my fault, what I was saying was my first reaction and inclination was Eric Rowan because he was known as Thor Erickson before he signed with WWE, and it was all, you know, Viking-looking or medieval woodsman Norse-looking, and I was like, please don't make a big deal about this guy. He's good, but he's not that great. And then I saw the logo. 
Yeah, the minute that showed up in the bright silver writing on the on the screen, I'm sitting back going this. And Tony Schiavone and Jim Ross, y- y- you gotta love them. No, you don't. Okay, we know you don't. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> I think they did a great job selling the moment, personally. I think Shivani pushed it a little bit too hard, harder than he normally would, but I think that's what he thought he needed to do to get the moment over. And with all three of us having done commentary at one point in time, and sometimes together, um, we all have that moment where it's like, in the split second that everything's happening, how hard do we push, or do we push it at all and just let the moment breathe? I mean... Wick, you know that when you've you've heard me go <laughs> bat fecal matter crazy over moments before, right? Well, that's one of the problems with wrestling today. A lot of people just they don't let everything sink in, they don't let it breathe, but that's the mentality. I mean, we have everything run at the fingertips on our phones, so our attention spans are small. Yeah, for the most part, it's true. I'll, I think about attention spans, and y'all are going to probably roll your eyes at this when I flash back to the episode of Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, where Sheen is getting ready to fail a grade and is begging Jimmy for help. And Jimmy's talking about the fact that he's Sheen's just not paying attention. And Sheen goes, I promise, Jimmy, I'll, I'll pay attention. I'll be a mo- Ooh, mosquito. It's, it's like that right there. It legitimately is, and I still blame MTV for a lot of it. Um, let's move on. Sticking with AEW Dynamite for a hot second. Coming back um, to the main event. Folks, that was a main event for a pay-per-view on a, ne- on a I want to say network television, but it's cable. But on their free show, on their live show, on their Wednesday night show. This is a match that could have headlined, and as good as it was to me, it could have headlined any of their pay-per-views. All out, full gear, doesn't matter. And then we'll also, let's go ahead and bring it into play. Brand new AEW champion. And then Don Callis and Kenny Omega stealing the moment right after that. And Callis telling Alex Marvez, you'll find out Tuesday. And that's when we found out that Kenny Omega will be appearing this Tuesday night on Impact Wrestling on Access TV. Let's go over the whole moment from the title match to the title change to the bombshell heard round or the shot heard round the wrestling world. Maybo. Yeah. AEW title match and everything that happened after that. Uh, I thought it was a good match. Uh, 
I think they could have had better because they've had better. Uh, it might have just been because it was outside. It was freezing cold or Probably. getting close to cold. Um, I, I have a feeling there were some things that were supposed to happen that didn't quite go off. Like, you know, the falling into the heater. You know, air quotes, the heater there. Uh, I don't know what that was, but that wasn't any kind of heater I've ever known. Um, and But I think, honestly, the biggest ball dropped. Two things. One, Tony Khan looked like he was trying not to smile and grin from ear to ear about what just happened. Uh if you go back and look, he's like, what are you doing? You know, he's looking like he's trying to express anger. The words are supposed to be of anger and confusion. And it came out more of like, we just pulled this off. Yay. <laughs> gotta go back and look. Go back and look at the footage. He is smiling. And then it came off as kind of clickbait. But, or like, you know, you're watching a YouTube video on any other platform other than, a, you know, where you can find the link. And they go, I'm going to drop the link down in the description below, but you can't look at the comments or anything. Like if you're watching it on Hulu or something like that. But Callus never said where to tune into Impact. Or, nope. And he, you know, no, he did say he said, into Impact. He said, no, he did say Access TV. You sure? Yes. Yeah, sure. I, uh, have it on, I have it on DVR. All right, go back and double check because I know a lot of people are like, "Well, where's Impact at? Where's Impact at? What time?" Blah 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 blah. So it just came off kind of clickbaity, but I thought it was. I, th- I think this is going to be a very interesting marriage or, or relationship. I mean, we already know that uh, All Elite Wrestling and the National Wrestling Alliance have been working uh, in some capacity together mainly with the women's division. Um, hopefully, they do still have some form of working relationship. And now you've got All Elite Wrestling and Impact working together, which to me is very interesting. And, I mean, the bonds there, I mean, you've got pretty much, you know, the Good Brothers and in, any any member, former member of the Bullet Club on the All Elite Wrestling side and Jericho. Then you've got Jericho and Don Callis. You've got Kenny Omega and Don Callis. I think Jericho and Scott Scott Demore have a have some form of relationship. So it's it's very interesting, you know, that all these you know bonds that have been built through the, their individual and respective times in pro wrestling is kind of pulling together two, you know, two of the. As far as in the United States, well, I guess North America, now that impacts in Canada, trying to pull together two of the most widely known promotions. And, you know, there's always that lingering factor of New Japan. I mean, Impact's always had that loose relationship with New Japan. You know, they, the Bucks and Kenny and all them, they've still got ties to New Japan. So who, who knows? That's, but that's, you know, we'll probably anything of that might come to light after Wrestle Kingdom. But could we see Ring of Honor? Maybe, possibly. Could that we make- get a more solid relationship with you know the NWA? Who knows? But it's it's definitely leading to some interesting uh, moments to come. And you know, 
Plus, it kind of also what was glossed over because Omega and Callis were leaving. You know, they said Kingston got up and had some words with Moxley. So, could we be getting a continuation of that? That uh, feud? Who knows? Wick, hang tight before I throw to you because I did find this particular audio clip, so I'm going to dive right into it. Okay, guys. Sir, what, what, what did you just do? What's going on? What the hell's going on here? You find out this Tuesday night. Tuesday? Dynamite's on Wednesday. This Tuesday, Impact Wrestling on Access TV. Me and Kenny okay. will tell you all about it, Marvin. So he did say it. Yeah, but it, he just said it once. Why not? Why didn't he just hammer it in? Did you not hear how winded him? Dude, Callus was gassed on that short little jog. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is, that, is, is, his, is his health my problem? No. No, his cardio sucks. And I feel bad for Marvez because here's the thing. As you can see, Marvez start to that brisk walk to intercept Callus and Omega, that just that, that moment killed me. I'm dying laughing. It's like, okay, Marvez, if you really made that kind of a trip, you'd be you, um, you'd be hacking up a kneecap just like Callus was. Wick, your thoughts? Well, Go ahead. I was gonna say, Marvez, if you watch, he literally just you know after like he to steal something from Harry Potter, he just apparates out of nowhere. <laughs> Wick, your thoughts, brother? Title match, title change, and the bomb, the shot heard around the world. Without Don Callis, there's no AEW. Plain and simple. It was his idea to put Omega and Jericho. He was the one that pitched it to those guys and brought it to New Japan. Because of that, New Japan made a lot of money. Because of that, there were a lot of extra eyes on the Bullet Club. So much so that when they brought Cody and Ryder right around that time they were able to make so much money to hold the first all in and that's where AEW come from so they owe Don Callis everything and I don't think the reason why he only said it once was yeah, it's probably a network thing it's not their network but also uh, you know it's just like if you steal a candy bar and a cookie store you don't just hang around and even if you're even Zorro would sign his name one time and dip out Good analogy. Love that one. <laughs> Classic movie reference of the afternoon or book, depending on exactly which fan, which version you are. Um, before we hit the break, Mabo started talking about it a second ago, and this is something that's just been weighing on the brain um, ever since that, because immediately, like the next day, theoretically, Triple H was on, uh, I think it was Friday, actually. Triple H, no, Thursday. Triple H was on a media call helping to push uh, tribute to the troops and NXT takeover and he was asked if wwe was pretty much open for the same concept and idea and triple h said we've always been open up for that open for that idea and i have a pension Whoa. go ahead <laughs> sorry i was just laughing at the absurdity of that statement well you have to remember yeah. because there was that crossover 10, 15, agreement 20 years no i don't believe that 10 15 20 years line that he said eddie because i'll tell you this what they mean by that is they'll buy out your company and gut them yeah. Just like they did exactly. everything in England. Uh, kind of like what they did with Evolve. Um, Just like they did with every territory in the United States. I Yeah, ICW. Um, it almost makes me wonder if they'd be willing to start. But see, with them having the Performance Center and the Capital Wrestling Center, um, and NXT especially, 
what is out there. See, okay, let's revisit an old conspiracy theory of mine. Oh, boy. Which got shot out of the water with All In. Because if you notice, let's go back over a couple of years ago. When Ring of Honor was purchased by Sinclair. And, matter of fact, I think it was all three of us on air at the same time when I brought this one into play. They actually, at the end of the show, Ring of Honor Wrestling Entertainment. Okay, that jumped out at me. Because Ring of Honor had never really done it like that before. To my knowledge, I may be wrong. I've been wrong before. It happens. But yeah, lo and but they behold, had to do that because of the Sinclair Broadcasting is the largest broadcasting group in the entire United States by far. But with them doing that, they could actually sell the rights in places that weren't under Sinclair could still uh, run it. That's true. why they had to do that. True. But if you'll notice, there was that nice little period of time <clears throat> where a number of talents who were very well known in Ring of Honor were brought into the WWE fold. Some of them went on to become, or yeah, a lot of them went on to become the Undisputed Era. Which made me think, and once again, I love a good conspiracy theory that pretty much got shot to hell with All In. But before that, you had Red Dragon brought in, Roderick Strong, Adam Cole, uh, of course, Tommaso Ciampa. Um trying to think who else had been making regular appearances on Ring of Honor just before they went to WWE. Kevin Owens. True. Yeah. Stain. El Generico. Yeah. El Generico. But I think that that also goes back to the management, which, um, you know, I hate Cornette, but he was so adamant about how mismanaged it was. And people, instead of, you know, locking people down, they were just like, go, leave. And people were like, okay. And they left. Kind of like what, kind of like what Bischoff did, uh, you know, and what he told guys like yeah. Raven and all them. Yep. When Shane Douglas and everybody left that night with the Radicals, yeah. Yeah. But like I said, that was a that was one of the things that kept playing into my mind that there was a crossover agreement with WWE and Ring of Honor because you had a number of uh, Steve Carino. Let's not forget about him. Um. But you had a number of notable talents leave from Ring of Honor going directly into WWE system. That's why I'm. Th- that's why part of me thought there was a deal behind the scenes, and it made perfect sense at the time. But then, of course, in true fashion, lo and behold, here comes here comes All In and Ring of Honor. Of course, uh, broadcast facility, set design, all of the above, and that pretty much got blown out of the water. But do you th- who do you think would be the one to genuinely reach out to Ring of Honor first? Do you think it would be AEW? Do you think it'd be WWE? Wick? Uh, it'll have to be AEW. Well, right now, I know Ring of Honor was doing stuff with Impact. And had that soured, I know they're doing stuff with New Japan. With New Japan's new regime change, uh, I know that they're open to working with AEW. Right now, AEW could actually help out several companies and help out several of their younger talent. Uh, Jungle Boy, uh, Luchasaurus, uh, say Sunny Days, people like that. Uh, Joey Janela, I know he's doing GCW and 
gamer change game changer wrestling. Y'all need to get some new need to get some new microphones. <laughs> Anybody heard that last night? It was terrible. Microphones kept going out. Uh, but they have to they have to realize the landscape's changed. There's so much money on the table right now for everybody to eat. You can thank Don Callis for that and him allowing AEW and AEW pushing what WWE is having to pay and what AEW can pay. And, of course, AEW giving opportunities to a lot of people. A lot of people could only go to Ring of Honor. You know, that was one of the only places you could go and get any kind of TV time. And they would kind of poo-poo on you. Now you can go to AEW and be on YouTube and be like, oh, my God, look, I was on a match with Frankie Kazarian. Frankie Kazarian gave me this bit of advice. Oh, I was on with a lot of these guys in WWE 4. Look at that. Like, AEW, there's a lot of people going in and out of that. So it, it'd have to be AEW. Ring of Honor's just going to have to realize, well, we, their talent, they're crushing their younger talent because they're able to sign them for bigger and bigger, better things. And especially during the pandemic, and especially with what happened with Marty, you know, with the Me Too movement, just saying. Maybo, enough th- money on the table for everybody to eat. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of money still being left on the table right now, and I think that it's more than a lot of people really realize. Maybo, Maybo, try to there goes the microphone. That's this time it's on my side. Um, Maybo, your thoughts? Which one, WWE or, or AEW, to reach out to Ring of Honor first? Oh, it'll be it'll be AEW because you know once once again, like I said, they're they're the ones willing to work. They're the ones willing to let people. See still be themselves you know if it's like we said a, you know a few moments ago triple h could say that we've always been open to this that and the other but all it's going to be is going to be a gut and burn situation and then you're not guaranteed to be who you are when you sign that when you when you get into the wwe fold there's very few that have been lucky enough to kind of keep their same Definitely keep their name, and then of course to keep a similar character gimmick, whatever you want to call it. Some have gone on to be, you know, pretty damn successful. Most usually end up flopping. So, but with with with, with all elite wrestling, they're going to sit there and go, "Okay, we get it. This is how. This is what you do. This is how you are. This is how you perform. We like it. We'll give it a try." We'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can work. You know, we can work with you. With WWE, it's going to be simply, nope, we don't like it. You're going to be you're going to be a wrestling plumber. <laughs> well, I, yes. I don't really, I don't really wrestle as a plumber. Well, you are now. You want this contract? You signed now. And, and I think the Ring of Honor and a lot of places like that, maybe if now if you disagree with me, let me know. Think that you can get away with something like that on a lower tier because by the time you get there. It's not you're walking around with a plunger. It's like, I've used my hands for so long just tightening up nuts and bolts. What do you think I would do to a human skull? Well, right. I, mean, I, I, I definitely, you know, can agree with you on that aspect. But, with, like I said, with all elite wrestling, you're going to still have, you know, some control or, or most control. Yeah. Look, at, look at Luchasaurus. Look at Jungle Boy. Look at Sonny Kiss. Look at Darby Allen. None of that would have none of that would have flown with anyway with any kind of association with 
WWE. Pretty late. Not of that. Prime example. Exactly. I mean, you're going to have, you, you have some, you have some sort of control when you're working with All Elite, when you're working with Impact. You have creative inputs. You have, you know, you, you, you have the ability to be yourself. Be yeah, beach, beach. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yourself, be true to yourself. Remember so, what brought you to the dance. It, it's, it's obviously it's going to be that. I mean, and like I said, Triple H can say all he wants. Oh, we've always been. A, no, you haven't. No, you haven't. Don't, don't lie. Don't. Don't. Just don't. You're not fooling anybody. Every anybody who get? has followed wrestling for more than five to ten years knows that that's garbage. So, I think he said uh, what needed to be said. Say, would you guys say that in AEW that if it gets over, they let it get over? Yeah, I would say so. If you ask me, in all honesty, I think Hunter said what needed to be said when it needed to be said, regardless of the intent or the meaning behind it. He had to, and he basically had to answer the question that way, because anything other than that would have led to "see, told you," which basically we've done anyway. But still, um, <laughs> being, well, also, and also in that aspect, though, Eddie. He could have said whatever he wanted to as far as, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. Because who's going to sit there and say, prove it? True. X amount of years ago, and, blah, you know, and they said no. Nobody's, one, nobody's going to go up against them. Two, what kind of, you, you're going to have to have, you know, proof. That, that you went to them and tried to work with them, and they said no. And guess what? Nobody has because everybody knows that it wouldn't have been work with. It would have been a take, no pun intended, but it would have been a takeover. Yeah. Speaking of, that kicks off in about 35 minutes. Uh, folks, tell you what, we're going to take a quick one on the live side for those on replay. Uh, back in one click. This is Beyond Ringside Live on the Beyond Ringside Radio Network. This is Dan B. Severn, the only Triple Crown champion in the UFC history. And you're listening to Beyond Ringside. You better pay attention, otherwise, I know where you live. When planning your next party or special event, insist on the best. 
For Rage Entertainment is a professional entertainment company providing a full range of services. From professional disc jockeys and MCs to catering and photography, when the details of your special day must be perfect, call us first. Wedding receptions, corporate parties, school functions, birthday celebrations, and more. We also have Birmingham's largest selection of karaoke tracks available. With over 40 years combined experience, Full Range Entertainment can provide you with the talent and professionalism you need and deserve to make your next event one you'll never forget. For more information on the full range of services we offer, call 533-HITS, that's 533-HITS, or check us out on our website at fullrangeentertainment.com. Hello, everybody out there. This is Universal Soldier Phil Shatter, also TNA Gunner. Two years in the making as NWA National Heavyweight Champion, making my way to the top as number one in the world, and you are locked in to Beyond Ringside. This is the king of taunts, the product David Starr, and you are locked in Beyond Ringside. Everybody, it's Jakar, finest the chocolate ice cream dream, <laughs> the backcourt bandit, Sugar Dunkerton, letting you know that you are locked in to Beyond Ringside. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Do not turn that dial. On the sixth day of December, my true love gave to me a subpoena. It's <laughs> about right, too. Or was it just an injunction? I'm not quite sure. Welcome back into Beyond Ringside Live. Fast Study Lane over here. Welcome back, Mark, ba- Mark Mabo Bowman. Well, sometimes you're out smoking on a patio and opportunity knocks on your door and you just don't take one for the team. <laughs> Welcoming back the Oracle of Ominous, the Wicked Nemesis. Injunction, junction, what's your function? <laughs> Lo and behold, let's put this one in play. By the way, one I have not had a chance to ask Wick, and before we get into TakeOver real quick. Um, as, of course, you've seen what happened over on Raw leading into Survivor Series. And am I going to have to switch this thing out again? Am I just going to lose my mind up in here, up in here? Yeah, I am. Hang on one second. Screw it. Oh, no, did, I, uh, did I think that uh, Mako was going to be uh, 2020 Rookie of the Year? I said he already is. <laughs> and I'm a little disappointed that Peach State canceled because Tunzi and myself were going to head out that way and we were going to bring uh, uh, Matt Hankins. We are going to bring him some road chicken. Ooh, good idea. <laughs> yeah, I missed the fact. Uh, that was, I mean, COVID, COVID once again. It's opened several opportunities for a lot of people and closed a lot for some others. So, Yeah, I was looking forward to being able to work Peach State last night in Heflin, Alabama. But, of course, when they made the press release this past Thursday um, about the show being um, postponed until a later point in time because of um, extenuating circumstances, COVID, um, it, it, that, that, that one just killed me, too. But there will, there will come a point. Well, you're you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna witness the slaughter. I'm just going to let you guys know that. Because we were going to beat the crap out of Shane Knowles, Shane Mako, and myself, you know, out of love. Of course. Yeah, I was going to take that chair and wrap it around his big-ass head. (laughs) He ain't wrong. He ain't wrong. He ain't wrong. Brother got a big head. Looked like a cassava melon. Now, what I was starting to say a minute ago, with Wick, you've seen the majority of everything that transpired between... um, 
Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton leading up and on the way into, and then of course Drew and Roman. Uh, the the build going into Survivor Series between Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre is that not one of the best short term builds you've seen in a while on the national scene? I think anything with Roman right now is money. I love what they're doing with that. And Drew, of course, as we all know, Drew went on the independent scene, found himself, and while I come back a man, I think that uh, that is that's a WrestleMania match waiting to happen. Yeah, but things are different. Well, COVID. Yeah, buddy. Drew, uh, Drew and Randy WrestleMania match. Drew and Roman's uh, WrestleMania match. I mean, both of those would definitely pack. Um, would be a great topper to a card. Um, speaking of Roman top, and yeah, you know that's going to happen sooner than later. Knowing WWE's penchant for pulling the trigger on something too soon, or cutting the legs out of something way too soon. Um, tonight, in just a little while, about twenty-eight minutes from right now, Sunday night gets a takeover from NXT, and this one, War Games. I asked the question open. Does does it still seem weird that it's a four on four war games match and not the old school five on five wick? Oh God, you know I hate this. Uh, I've always been a proponent of the five on five, but it's just an extra spot for somebody to get that uh, that rub, if you will, to get that uh, that extra payday. So I understand why they're cutting back on that as of late. And also, you can do a lot more with 4-on-4 four four than you can with 5-on-5. Five five. I know that sounds weird, but get in a ring with a bunch of people. Get in the ring with nine other people and see how that goes. Maybo. But, I mean, it, it, they've made it work. Yeah, they have. Well, I mean, you know, towards the end of the original WCW run, they had already bastardized war games. Uh even before the Hogan era of WCW, though, I think they had taken it down to four on four. So, because I remember, if I remember correctly, it was Dusty, Dustin, and the Nasty Boys. I want to say took on uh, Colonel Parker, one of Colonel Parker's many stables that he had had at one point. So, <laughs> you know, they'd already kind of like when Survivor Series shied away from the five on five to the four on four. Um, does it seem weird? It seems not really. Now, if they transferred it to the main roster, that would be. I would have to sit back and uh, just kind of look at it like, uh, what are we doing here? But to see it in NXT, which you know NXT was for many years, you know that was that was Dusty. So to see that, not as much. That's it's it's, it's one. I'm glad to see it back. Uh, as long as it doesn't go to some kind of weird three-team, trisexual, whatever thing that they wanted to do. Oh, like they did last that's time. Not war- yeah, hey, that's some not of those war are games. good. Thank you. War games. I like those. Four on four. You like those? Well, like I mean, I like the. Uh, I like it. I like it when it's ever uh, a three-team group. Uh, you know. I think you can do a lot with that. You can cross over different storylines. It also builds up to you having five or six storylines in one match, which lets but the I'm, rest of the card breathe, so to speak. Yeah, but I'm just to me, though, it's, I, I like the more of the traditional two teams, you know, because it all started, you know, Horseman and, and Dusty and his people. But yeah. The superpowers. And also, 
it also has to stay, and I know some people will argue this, but to me, I'm a traditionalist, and I like it in the like, like a two ring, like a two ring with the cage. I can understand for spacing if you have to use one ring in a cage. I get it, but you know, much like a much like a battle bowl, you know, I like it to be two rings. <laughs> you know, I just there's something about the double ring when you bust it out for a war games or a battle bowl. It just it it, it means a little bit more. Yeah, God love Ox putting together two different cages or two cages to make um, going around two rings to make that war games thing work. I know we've done that over at Peach State Wrestling Alliance, and it's even without the roof on it. I'm okay without a roof on it. I mean, yeah, tradition does hold the original war games. It does have a roof on it, and that also pretty much eliminates outside interference coming in from the top. Um, unless you have, <laughs> unless you have somebody rip underneath the bottom and come in that way, it normally works out pretty well too. Um, well, as someone who has been in a war games uh, on October seventeenth, I'll let you guys know we tried to get the two cages and two rings. Nobody wants to pay an extra five hundred dollars. Okay, that's what VCW was trying to do. Instead, we put three teams of five in one ring and beat the crap out of each other, <laughs> which you can but find I, on YouTube. But I, that's what I'm saying. When you, when you are dealing with both, you know, structural limits and financial limits, then it's it's okay to kind of toy with the formula. But when, you know, when you're a, a top tier company, you should be able to go the more traditional route. Don't try to put absolutely know, a spin on it. Yeah, because Absolutely. this is something that I've been trying to get people to understand for the last few years. Some promoters get it, some promoters don't. And, <laughs> oh boy, conversations I've had over the last 13 years. Um, especially in 2020, as we are still playing COVIDopoly. Do not pass go, do not collect $200, unless, of course, you get a, one of those little checks that I never got. Um. There are other ways to monetize and make money in pro wrestling as opposed to just asses and seats. If you have, and this is something we've discussed on this show and on Shooters Gallery, um, a lot of promoters won't get away from the commercial music. And if you try to stream and you don't have the necessary licensing for that music... A, you can pretty much be shut down, and B, your ass can get sued. Plain and simple. I'm, I think we've all seen situations where that has occurred. I mean, Wick, you and myself have both dealt with situations on YouTube where we use a piece of music not for profit, and lo and behold, YouTube just shuts it down and threatens to shut down the channel. Remember those days? <laughs> Yes, I do remember those days. That's why, <clears throat> excuse me, I went to the DOC directly and asked, "Can I use your music for my entrance? Uh, my entrance in wrestling?" He said, "Make it happen." So I did. Okay, that's how you get around shit like that. Yeah, and how, but they, but little things like that. But how much money, honestly, can you make on YouTube? You can do it with advertising, but you have to make that look so good for it to be on YouTube. And DVDs, of course, nobody's buying DVDs anymore. Or video on demand has actually uh, gone up. The the, the once again you gotta have gotta have good graphics for that. Gotta have great cameras. You can't just sit there with a tripod 
and just film everything like we used to be able to. Not nowadays. Now you got to have a roaming camera. You got to have editing there. Got to have something that's live, and people want to have their footage. People go out and have and have a great match for you if they can have the footage. You can go out and have a great match if nobody's ever seen it. Then who gives a crap? True. True. Let's dive over into this. We're 20 minutes before the top of the hour, and we're going to bail right at 6 o'clock Central Time um, to make way for being able to kick back and watch War Games. Takeover War Games. In the immortal... Oh, God. William Regal is just absolutely gold. Yes. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Every time I hear War Games now, do you guys not hear War Games? Yeah. It's like when you had you had the pull apart between uh, McAfee's bunch and uh, Undisputed Era, and Regal goes, two teams of four. I think you know what this means." And Adam Cole just goes, "I'm begging you to say it." <laughs> it's like, and I'm sitting back going, "Me too." <laughs> I am definitely begging you to say the words. And the, the gimmick that he did with the uh, KO show when he came out to make the triple threat for tonight, <laughs> Playa, <laughs> I, I was I came out of the chair applauding. I just stood right up and started clapping. It's like standing ovation for that one. Let's take a look at this. Tonight, in just a little while, Timothy Thatcher, one-on-one, Tommaso Ciampa. Mabo, your thoughts on the match and who you got? Oh, excuse me. Hashtag who you got. We started that. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, well, I think it's you know going to be a good opportunity for Timothy Thatcher to finally really shine, shine. Uh, I know there's been some talks and stuff about somebody might have been a, a bad boy, but that's neither here nor there apparently at this point. But uh, I think it's going to be an awesome match. It's going to be hard-hitting with both of them, and uh, I think I got my money on Ciampa. Wick. I'm going to say Ciampa for one reason and one reason alone. It's time for him to bring to be brought back to the top too many injuries it's it's time it's his time to shine i'm gonna go ahead and make it all three of us we got a clean sweep on this one because i think tomaso champa if he stays healthy there is going to be a reunion with him and goldie probably inside of the next next six to set uh six to eight months so i've got champa on this one strap match dexter loomis cameron grimes wick your thoughts on the oh, match loomis. and who you got I think Loomis is going to win this. I like Loomis. Maybo? Well, I can tell you right now, just the the performer that Cameron Grimes is, former Trevor Lee, if you ever saw any of his stuff oh, yeah. outside of the WWE, you know how, how good of a show Trevor Lee could put on it, it, as far as more just the wrestling aspect. I mean, he can entertain, which apparently... If you go and look, that's the last word in that company's name, entertainment. So uh, I definitely think it's going to be entertaining. But not, not only can you know Cameron Grimes entertain, he can he can go, he can wrestle. Uh, I think definitely this is going to be, I don't want to say sleeper match, because you know every match on this card has potential to be great. Um, but I think this match, one, we haven't seen a strap match in a while. I don't think. Possibly. I don't think so. Not but, for a while. But uh, I definitely think this is going to be the standout of the card, believe it or not. Unless something 
just amazing happens in that cage, I definitely think this is going to be, as far as a non-War Games match, this is going to be the standout. Who you got? Uh, Loomis. I'm going Loomis on this one also. I think the way the storyline's been executed, I think it's been well done. I think they put... Okay, look, one of the big things that we talk about on this show and have for a long time is the difference between built drama and forced drama. This has just been built, and it's been built well. I, I mean, I love the way that things have been just coming together, and I love it when a plan comes together. Plain and simple. Old school theory of life. Um, and I think in this one, I think for the payoff on this one, unless they're really just planning to make this a continuation, which they can easily do, but I think Loomis um, gets the nod on this one. Triple threat. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. For the NXT North American Championship, they call it a title. I call it a championship. Why? Because of everything involved, it's not just a title. It means a little bit more. Mabo, your thoughts? Uh, well, I don't know why, but I just... With Leon Ross, I, it almost seems like it was put on him as a joke. The only reason I could see Leon Ruff walking out with it would be for someone else to come in and get it, you know. But I don't know why, but it, it just always seems like Gargano is going to walk away with it. I don't know. It's like it, it's always it just seems like the thing now is put a put a belt on Gargano, see how long he can hold it. So you're going Gargano on this one? Yeah, because I just don't like, uh, what is it, Damian Priest? Okay. I just don't like him. Okay. Wick? I think Leon Ruff's going to win this. People are underestimating this guy. People have their jokes about him being small. You guys have no idea what those guys in WWE 4 go through. You guys have no idea. Go and watch what they do. They go up and they go with AR Fox everywhere. They put the grind. They go with him here. They sleep on the floors. He makes all his guys humble that he allows to even go on the road with him, much less what he does to the guys that he just leaves in Atlanta. And they have to branch out. You look at Mako. You look at Alex. You look at Bobby Flacco. You look at Allen Angels. Look at Leon. Leon went with AR Fox. Now here he is in WWE. That guy's money. I think this is the shucky-ducky, quack-quack moment of the night. I think this is going to be. Did we come up with that? We come up with that, right? I think. That I believe we did. We have to. I think we did. We're going to have to go back and check on that. Go back to 2008. Uh, but Leon is a guy that I'm telling you, don't sleep on that kid. That kid is good. That guy is money, and I don't think that he's going to lose the title for some time. He's uh, like Mikey Whitbrick. He's the guy that goes out there. He's shredded to the core. He's eaten crap for a long time on the indie scene. He paid his dues like the rest of us. So I'm going Leon. This has the potential to have one of the most 
comedic payoffs of any match in the last six months. I concur. I was not a big fan when Damian Priest was over in ROH. And the way that his character and personality has started to shine through over the last little while, I'm becoming more and more a fan of Damian Priest. I'm going to use the phrase that everybody loves to hate and hates to love, but will throw it out there faster than you can blink. He doesn't need the belt. Same thing with Gargano. He does not need that title. Gargano is a true standalone personality and talent. I think with the way that Damian Priest's character is growing and getting more and more momentum behind it, I don't know if the championship would be that much of a boost to him. And I don't know how much more he can elevate that title at this exact moment. Because remember, it's a two-way street, legitimately speaking. I think the title is good where it is. But this is going to have to be one of those moments where if you do keep it on rough, which I think they will, this is going to be one of those where it's almost like that the um, Priest and Gargano hit a double down or a double knockdown and... Ruff comes in, scoops in for the score. Gets the pick six from three yards out. Or the scoop and score from three yards out. And that's how I think they pull it off. They do one of those, oh my God, I can't believe he just did that moment. People are going to, I think they're going to find a way to make people laugh and sit back and go, did they really just do that? I think that's what we're going to see. Because you're not going to put Leon Ruff over as a genuine badass in this circumstance. He can have spots throughout. Huh? You don't have to. Yeah, you don't. You don't have to. That's not the way his character's been built. And I like it that way. There are people who should be the bona fide card-carrying badass. And there should be those in this circumstance where, that was cool, is is the perfect reaction. So, yeah, give me Leon Ruff retaining tonight. Women's War Games match. This is going to be fun. Team Blackheart, Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and NXT Women's Champion Io Shirai taking on Team LeRae. Candice LeRae, Tony Storm, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. Team Blackheart actually has the advantage after what happened this past Wednesday night on NXT. Who you got, and what are you going to look for in this match, Wick? I think Dakota Kai turns... I'm just playing. Ah! Uh, (laughs) I think Rhea Ripley is going to put somebody over on her way out. I think she's destined for bigger things on the main roster. So I think that Candice LeRae's team finds a way to win. Maybo? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Team Blackheart. Plain and simple. Um, just, I can't wait to see what kind of tank Shotzi drives out in. I mean, you've got... On her team, it's really... Um, 
powerhouse stacked lineup. I'm still established. Eo Shirai. Yeah. Oh, did your phone go um, out again? Or did you just take a breath? <laughs> uh, probably most because I got a little, my nose is starting to stop up, so it's kind of hard for me to breathe and talk at the same time. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, I don't know. I'm going with Team Blackheart. What uh, other than Shotzi, whatever tank she has? What else am I looking forward to? Uh, Tony Storm's ass. I think this is going to be one of those cases where you are going to have somebody, one person on both sides, genuinely stand out head and shoulders above the rest. And I think for Team Blackheart, it's going to be Shotzi Blackheart. You expect it from Rhea Ripley. You expect it from Ember Moon. You expect it from Io Shirai. You don't necessarily expect it from Shotzi Blackheart. You hope for it. You kind of half-heartedly look for it. But you don't genuinely expect it. So I think this could be a breakout for her. Um, Team LeRae, I think actually it's going to be Raquel Gonzalez night. Absolutely. I think she is going to be the one who steps out of the shadows and genuinely just captures the spotlight. We're going to call this the shucky ducky quack quack moment. Uh, It was probably October of 2008 and it was over a pitcher of beer at Fox and Hound. I think Mabo was in Tuscaloosa that weekend. <laughs> Either that or it was a fifth of vodka. Who, who the hell knows? Um, on the whole, give me Team Blackheart. <laughs> now I lied. Give me Team LeRae. I think the heels go over on this one just for fun. You got oh, too believe many- me, if I, could, if I could go on the whole of Team Blackheart, I would be happy. Of course you would, except for Tony Storm's ass, right? Oh, Tony Storm's ass. <laughs> Yeah, give me Team LeRae on this one. Um, men's War Games match. The pressure is on not where you think it is. I'm going to go first on this one. Undisputed Era, I think they find they get that serious W all the way across the board. I think this match is going to be a showcase, especially... For Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. I mean, you know what to look for from Pete Dunn. <laughs> Flat out, balls to the wall awesome. I think that everybody should give a quiet tip of the hat to Pat McAfee. Because McAfee has just absolutely taken to this like a fish to water. I mean, I think he has done I mean, on the on the microphone in the ring. Some of the others. Uh, I'm sorry, the man is a promotion machine, and he's actually used a bigger format than just NXT on USA to help promote this show. Not everybody's just going to be looking on YouTube and Instagram for videos. You've actually got some who are actually going to buy this thing. Um, but logistically speaking. I think it's done that taps out for Team um, McAfee. The Kings of NXT, which really pisses me off because I'm sorry if you think Kings of Wrestling, I'm, uh, no. (laughs) Where's Claudio Castagnoli when I need him? 
But give me the Undisputed Era. Without a doubt, tonight they get the win. Mark Mabo Bowman, hashtag who you got. Well, as much as I would like to think that UA is going to win and that they kind of need this to come back, I think we're looking at the systematic dismantling and removal of the Undisputed Era to the main roster. I mean, you're you're building up McAfee's group. And I'm going to say this, I mean, yes, I see McAfee is down to compete. But, I mean, who's to say he's not going to pull the... Because did they not have a mystery man interfere in one of their matches recently? They did, and that was in the uh, ladder match to determine who gets the man advantage. And we don't know who that is, right? I uh, everybody thinks it's McAfee, but he he wasn't. But they never showed his face, right? To my knowledge, no. Okay, well, why would they do? Why would they say it was McAfee if McAfee didn't? Why wouldn't McAfee just show his face during the whole match? Was he banned from ringside? No, he just made it a point to say on his radio show that he was not going to be there that night. Okay, then then why would they? That makes no sense. It's. No sense whatsoever. In the words of Chris so Jericho, in the words of Chris Jericho, I'm a heel. Heels lie. But it makes okay. Then why wouldn't he come out without a mask? Exactly. I, exactly. If the heel is going to lie, then why not? Why show up in a mask? Why not, not show up in a do mask? A reveal? Increase you know drama. Increase the drama. Eddie, quit trying to. Oh boy, quit trying to undermine, undermine the fact. If McAfee was going to lie about not being there and then show up, why would it be under a hood? What point? Use you, you. You're the one that's been in the business for multiple decades. Use your Booker brain. Look, I'm not the one who wrote the Black Scorpion storyline. That was you. <clears throat> I, the Black Scorpion storyline. <laughs> oh wait, no. Dusty Rhodes. Oh wait, no. It was it was Mabo that wrote the higher power gimmick. It was me, Austin. So who have you got? Who have you? We're almost out of time. Who you got? Well, I'm saying I'm saying whatever they're calling themselves, Team McAfee. But I'm telling you right now, I think McAfee is going to feign an injury or something, or this mystery person. This either he's going to feign an injury and be replaced by the person in the mask, or the person in the mask is going to interfere one or the other. <laughs> I turn to the Oracle of Ominous, the Wicked Nemesis. Wick, your thoughts on the match and who you got? Well, originally I was going to go with the Undisputed Era, but I think that Mabel's kind of changed my mind. Because I knew about none of that, so I'm going to say uh, some shenanigans happen. But that's the reason why I picked uh, Team LeRae as well. I think that you know Rhea Ripley doing business on the way out, but then I would change Ripley's team to going over, Shotzi going over, and Undisputed Era losing in the main. Yeah, that's why That's why I went with Team LeRae, because you, you're not going to have both heel teams winning, and you're not going to have both face teams losing, yeah. so I figure one, one of each has got to win, so I figure the logical choice, for me, yeah. the logical choice is Undisputed in the men's and Team LeRae in the women's. Oh, now he wants to use logic. Now he wants to use logic. Everything I do, I use logic. Yeah. Okay, Worf, calm down. 
He caught the voice. I'm impressed. <laughs> it's in my programming. That's all I'm going to say. Folks, we've had fun on this one. Uh, let's go ahead and do this thing. And I will defer to our prodigal, to our returning brother. Wicked Nemesis, last call and shameless plug, sir. At Wicked Nemesis on uh, Twitter. Check out the Facebook fan page, of course. Uh, maybe Eddie will let us do Wednesday nights again sometime. Depends on my schedule. So we'll have to see. Yeah, so it depends on his schedule. Big shout out to Shay Mako, Alex Kane, Christian the Bun, Pierce, Joshua Hagen, Orion Bishop, the upper echelon, undefeated. Big shout out to Tyler Copert, another guy that doesn't need a title put on him, and everybody out doing business. Ben Buchanan out doing business. You love to see it. You love to see you guys out there. So, and check out my YouTube as well. My YouTube's got a lot of videos as of recently. Big shout out to James Hardy winning the Pro South YouTube Championship. That's cool. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me on tonight. Welcome home, brother. Mark Mabo Bowman, last call, shameless plugs. Well, unfortunately, we only made it up to 29 nerds in my urethra, so started this. Uh, uh, to, told you, take the under. It's at 31. That's close, you know. Unfortunately, I can only fit so many in there. It was one of those extra chunky ones that really kind of clogged up the entire thing. Uh, for those who want to see them uh, ejected, tune into my OnlyFans account oh, later on this evening. God. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got. I uh, don't care about anything else. Oh, uh, since I'm a poor father of 20, if anybody would like to go to my guinea pig page on Facebook, I don't know what it is. I don't know the name of it. My tribe of guinea pigs, maybe? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to put up an Amazon wish list for the for the tribe only, for the pigs only. So if you want to pick something off there, send it to us. We need it because, once again, I'm a piss-poor paid father of 20. So... And don't ask about any of the other crap that I usually do because I'm not. I'm going to do it or I'm not going to do it. Don't pressure me. <laughs> don't I'm pressure. Not, I'm not. I'm not Pat Patterson in a room full of kindergartners. Oh shit! <laughs> Hashtag hell damn ass. <laughs> At Beyond Ringside on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Beyond Ringside, Facebook.com slash Beyond Ringside Live. Uh, let's see, there's a whole bunch of stuff about to start kicking back into gear after the first of the year, so I'm going to let things organically start taking their time because, yeah, like he said, don't put pressure on me, damn it. <laughs> it works for me, too. Uh, and for the record, next week, since he's had so much fun doing the nerds, I do understand Mabo's going to try it next week with uh, Pop Rocks. No, actually, you're wrong. We're going to do the, the little hot tamales. Not Daniel Perez, the candies. <laughs> Funny. Thank you to everybody for tuning in this week. Greatly appreciated for those catching us on replay everywhere from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your shows. We are coming soon, if not already, on Audible. Uh, very thankful for that partnership there. Also, from that vantage point, you know, there's a lot of things going on, and the chaos continues as we get ready to start putting the wraps on uh, 2020. It's been a hell of a ride. And it's just going to keep getting better as we get back to basics, taking everything back to roots. And, of course, every once in a while, we go back and smoke those roots. Until next time. For, and, by the way, you can also find me at fasteddylane.com. Hmm.
For Mark Babo Bowman. Milk, milk, lemonade, round the corner, fudge falls on Kevin Brennan's chest. For the Oracle of Ominous, the Wicked Nemesis. We see what you guys are doing out there. Thank you so much. By the way, the upper echelon's not done. VCW coming back strong. Gazden. Until next time, I'm the Magic City Motor Mouth. Fast Teddy Lane saying adios. Tots Vidanya. Hasta luego. Off Weeders Ain't Chow saying not a do it even at your farewell. Abyssinia Auto One. Until we meet again. Josh, you should have been the one to take one for the team. Aloha means bye bye. Join us right here next time as we all go beyond ringside. Bye for now. <laughs>